Hello everyone, my name is Maximus, and I'll be your dungeon master for wow. the evening. Wow. I'd like to welcome you all to the 50th episode of Caches and Catrips, where some of your favorite streamers play Dungeons and Dragons live on Friday nights. I'm joined by our amazing cast of Bunny Dreadful, Mac and Cheese Please, and Virtual Spectre. Uh, our good friend Moobs is not feeling well this evening, uh, so get some rest, feel better buddy. Uh, the dots will be here whenever you get back. Uh, so yeah, now that I totally didn't mess up the intro and then did some editing magic to fix it, uh, <laughs> it feels like it's been forever it <laughs> since has. we played. It's true. It definitely um, has. Now, I don't, what are we even doing? Like somebody else want to run a dungeon master tonight? Oh, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a court case and everything went accordingly to plan and nobody got right. ganked and then we all went out for dessert afterwards the yeah. end. all the bad guys That's have been I defeated already mm -hmm. it's oh. so all and the we bad have guys... a castle now the paperwork all got fixed right yeah it's ours Okay, so that's the end of the campaign then. Congratulations. Campaign <laughs> two right now. <laughs> campaign two right now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, some exciting news is uh, apparently, um, this always seems to happen, but the week right before we're, um, we end up taking off uh, for a week, apparently some podcast algorithm decides to love us. So we have over 1,400 plays. Uh, for our podcast now, so thank you all if you're listening and you're new. Sorry we didn't uh, stream last week, but that's okay, because you're here now, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's a so, lot of eyeballs, right? That's a lot of like, earballs. Like ear a balls. podcast. Ear of earballs, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> earballs. Um, yeah. A lot of earballs. It's like 2,800 earballs. like a fungus you gotta pull out of your ear. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> pull out the earballs. <laughs> Okay. Like belly button balls, but oh like my ear God. balls. Belly button balls? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, oh when you're no. lit, you get stuck in your belly button. This is a cursed episode <laughs> already. Oh, you're so gross. No kidding. <laughs> oh. I guess I don't clean out my dryer linen often enough. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Always clean out your, your lint catch. That's a fire hazard. <laughs> Everybody listening. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so thank you all for listening, and I apologize for um, for earballs. <laughs> forever sorry. <laughs> apologize. For that. It's fine. <laughs> but anyway, uh, with that being said, after uh, uh, the DM scared away all our viewers, yeah, after no one else is here, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking to ourselves now. Apparently, <laughs> uh, if you like the show, there are at least more than one way to support it. You can watch the watch the episode. Uh, Later on through VODs on YouTube, you could listen to the podcast. We do have a Patreon that you can patronize uh, where you can get early access to episodes, uh, either podcast format or video format, um, which is super cool. And there's even a tier where you can make an NPC, which two of said NPCs from our Patreon are coming up very soon. So uh i don't know if it'll be this episode it depends on how things go this evening probably doubt it but maybe in the next episode or two you'll meet some of these uh, npcs which will be fun but thank you in chat for the gift subs that is really nice usually yes. we don't call them out but we haven't started yet so i figured it was okay this one time yes, um, thank you very much once we start playing we won't call things out but 
Thank, thank you for you the so much. call out button. Thank you. Yeah. Hang on for you that. You got gifted a sub. Throw some emotes in chat, please. Also, if this is your first time here or you have forgotten, since it's been 9,000 years since our last D&D stream, we do see all of the alerts and all of the resubs and all those things, but we do turn off the uh, bells and whistles and sound effects just so it doesn't break our D&D serious gamer immersion, which is important. <laughs> As I can't keep a straight face and say that. But anyway, if you want to support uh, the stream in at least more other ways, there's all kinds of ways. Just go to cashesandcantrips.com. There's merch there, like this wonderful t-shirt that I'm wearing or this mug that I'm drinking out of. But yeah, there's merch. There's also all kinds of other stuff on there. So everything you want to know about Cashes and Cantrips is at cashesandcantrips.com. So with that being said, I think we are about ready to start the 50th episode of Casters and Cantrips. Our story last left off with Sweet Justice, devising a plan of action with Nearly inside of the local boulangerie in the capital city of Falshir. After some preliminary discussion, Nearly sent for the barrister, Margaret Pirinel. When the barrister arrived, the party informed her that Captain Fenwick had been intimidated by a member of their own adventuring guild. Quentin Hannibal, and Quentin was potentially in league with forces in Salon working behind the scenes. The party hoped they would be able to have the trial postponed so Quentin could be summoned to the trial. However, this power was only in the hands of Emperor Oscar Vantis himself. The group also hoped that Margaret would push for the court to use Zone of Truth for anyone being questioned on the trial. After that decision was made, it was in Nearly's best interest that she would not be questioned or be a part of the trial. After finalizing their strategy, they made a detour to go and speak with Nearly and acquire some magical potions from the criminal underbelly known as the Silent Watch. They were also able to fence their recently acquired firearms and other illicit goods for quite a hefty sum of gold. After some time passed, they picked up the recently acquired potions from Nearly in case things didn't go as planned and they had to resort to plan C, plan B, or whichever plan was after. The next day, they all arrived in the throne room in the Citadel for the trial of Lord Crawford Cook. As this trial commenced, Margaret Purnell formally requested that the trial be under a zone of truth as some previous written testimonies were found to be false. Vin interjected to tell the Emperor of her accounts involving these memories being modified. After hearing Vin's words, the Emperor granted this motion. After the trial was underway, the barrister for the Crown, known as Lord Mornhill, called his first witness, a deceased guard 
from the battle that ensued in the foyer of Lord Cook's Manor. Archmage Fexia was able to cast Speak with Dead to question the deceased. The Archmage asked these questions on behalf of Lord Mornhill, as is the spell works. And this line of questioning was very deliberate and pointed or and painted Lord Cook in a very terrible light to the crown. After the unorthodox display of questioning was concluded, Margaret Purnell formally requested the delay in the trial. She informed the court that there was a key witness that was missing from this trial, and this witness was the Order of Iberus's second command, Quentin Hannibal. The Emperor called Ron forward for direct questioning to learn about Quentin's betrayal, and then he learned about it from Captain Fenwick. The captain was then called forward about the alleged testimony that he had falsified, and the captain, ashamed for what he had done, admitted that he had lied. He was immediately placed into custody, and the Emperor called for one of the Arcanists to fetch Quentin Hannibal. The Arcanists used a circle of teleportation to leave the trial immediately. After a short recess, they returned with a captured Quentin, and the Emperor called for him to be brought forth immediately. As he walked forward in front of the court, Quentin Hannibal attempted to stab Captain Fenwick with a hidden dagger. Bryn used one of her Rune Knight abilities to deflect the stab onto herself instead of the captain. And that is where we will begin our session this evening. As zoned out, it was Quentin that tried to stab him, right? Yes. So there's a mm -hmm. bit of a miss, like a, I messed this up a couple times when I was listening back to the episode. Captain Quinn Fenwick uh -huh. and then was Quentin stabbed by was stabbed by Quentin Hannibal Quentin of Order of Iberus. Not Quentin. But he's fine because of Bryn, right? He is fine because of Bryn. How much do I hurt? That you didn't tell me last seen. time. Shit. I told you the damage, but Oh, that's right, but there's something else going on that we don't know what it is. Okay, okay, okay. Is I'm, there? I'm, you I'm, tell I me. I don't I remember. think there is, is there? Since D&D uh, Beyond add-on is not working, I'll let everybody know that I'm at 52 of 68, so was it, it wasn't nothing. Was it poison that you shrugged off or something? I think it was it's that. something that I had to roll a con check on, so we're going to yeah, find out here succeeded. in a minute, probably. Yes, that doesn't mean that we don't know. We don't know what's poison, so we don't know what it is. Or whatever, yeah. Yes. It's like five hours from now and Brent just explodes. So... Um, Bryn, you observed this happen and attempted to stop it, as well as Vin. You attempted to use some of your powers as well to keep the yeah. hit from happening, but were unsuccessful. Falcon, what is your take on what happens here? All of this happens in one smooth motion, whereas Quentin Hannibal is brought forward and veers to the left and then seemingly dives a dagger into the captain's side, in which you see Bryn double over. Um, uh, was, um, was Quentin, he was restrained when he did this already, or he was, he was being escorted, being okay, brought forward by the Arcanist. This, we're still in that split second where it just happened. I'm just seeing what your reaction was. It's happened, so. Um, uh. 
uh, I'm just gonna be like, shit, it's not good. Um, and I'm gonna, Falcon's gonna. I see her double over in pain, or what? But I, I, I don't know. Him. How how would you react to being stabbed, Bryn? Oh look, I am very strong. I don't react very much to pain, but it is. Uh, I think I just grunted really loudly, and got, and held where the wound would have felt, but it was where you saw him stab on the other guy. I would have, I would have no idea what you actually did though, um, because I don't know your uh, magic. No, you saw Bryn do the thing she does when she uses her in magic. So you would have seen her. That one's on her glove I think and you would have seen the rune light up if you're right watching. you've seen her do this before have I I mean I, mm-hmm. okay um I think then uh I would just speed over to where uh Quentin is and uh lend my strength to restraining him I guess or attempt to yep and as soon as this happened, the, the guards that are sort of around like descend upon him as you sort of pile in and try and um, get him to the ground. Can I, can I like um, use my my dexterous ways to try and rip the dagger from him as Absolutely. he's being restrained? Sure. Okay. I, Just... I feel like we need to neutralize that. Good call. Go ahead and just make a... Um... I would think that an athletics check would probably be more appropriate for this as you're trying to get this dagger out of his hand and he'll just oppose you. Okay. 10 on athletics. He's gripping this thing pretty tight. Um, So while it does take a while, you're not going to fail since he has about four guards in in a Falcon on top of him. You eventually wrestle it free from his hands. And this thing is a gnarly looking dagger. It is the blade is almost like a jet black, but it's not straight. It is curved. Uh, hey, remember when I took that identify spell and it hasn't come in handy yet? <laughs> well, um, I, I'm just going to as like I finally wrench it away just gonna be like you stink all right take a shower next time <laughs> and then i'm just gonna like i guess hold the hold on to the dagger I'll, I'll pocket it for now unless anybody feels like i shouldn't do that so <laughs> if you're as you're looking at this dagger how are you are you holding it by the handle or are you i probably would have uh to grab it away in such a way where I didn't slice myself on the blade trying to wrestle it from him, so I'm probably holding it by the handle. Okay. So as you're holding on Let's to it, um, talking they to me. restrain <laughs> as they restrain um, Quentin, one of the guards looks at you and says, appreciate the help. We'll be taking that as evidence now. Uh, we should uh, definitely do that. But um, does anybody? I, I, there's something nefarious about it, I think. What's nefarious is it was used in the attempt of a murder. I mean, like, uh, you see this thing? It looks weird as hell. Like, um, it looks evil. 
as you show it to him, he tries to just snatch it out of your hand. Oi! I'm just gonna like hold it close to me, like, relax. Okay, it's evidence. All right. It'll go into the evidence when we're done inspecting it. Soldier. Are you going to resist giving him the dagger? Huh? Are you going to resist and you're just not going to give it up? Yeah, when I reach for it, I'm, I just like hold it close and be like, oh, we're going to expect it, soldier. We currently don't have a problem, but this needs to be secured. We have very good arcanists to do these sort of things. Hmm. Listen. I'm the one who got stabbed with it, so I feel like we should get to keep it. <laughs> he looks <laughs> Hold on. at you. I'm actually bleeding from a stab wound, you, and I'll just kind of like covering? hold my hand up with the blood on it, like, hello. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's a weird ass dagger. Yeah. First. It's dangerous. <laughs> so, as you, um,. As you sort of lift up, like, and show where the blood is, if you can see into um, where you were stabbed, since you're all just wearing fancy clothes and no armor. Yeah, I'm not here, wearing my armor. None yeah. of you all are. Except for Valken, he's always wearing oh, his armor. Oh, he's gonna be so mad we ruined the clothes that that guy made. You see that, that this, it starts to, this wound is like burning hot. You're not sure if it's just from you being stabbed, like it was pretty, like there's no armor to protect you. It was a pretty, you know, strong blow. Uh, it's just, it just feels hot right now. Is it visually like burning? No, but if you would like to take a look, you can make a medicine check. Can I make a medicine check on myself? Yeah, I'm gonna... Sure. Because I am trained in medicine. <laughs> Um, so you're looking like it looks like a pretty gnarly stab wound like it was meant to just do do damage <clears throat> Okay, uh, what was your medicine check Falcon? Oh I Didn't know I was gonna do one. Um, hold on. I don't know medicine, but actually I might I rolled an 18 so 19 Apparently as I know some medicine. As you're taking a look at kind of what's going on here, and you're, and you're familiar with wounds, you're, you've been a mercenary for quite some time, right? And you're looking like it's a pretty gnarly stab wound, but there's something else at play here. It's not, it's not poison. It's not a kind of poison, but something else may be going on here. I'm just gonna like uh, address the the guards again and be like, okay, this is gonna sound weird. But I have experience with cursed weapons. I have a bad feeling about this thing. Uh, she looks a little rough right now because of it. Are you sure you want to hold this thing? Make a strength check, please. It's true. He is an expert at cursed weapons, like professional level. I'm just trying to reason. <laughs> strength? I'm not Straight that strong. Strength. Uh... I think this third I use I don't use it's not a saving, right? Okay. Nope, just a strength so check. 14? 14. Okay, and you feel the dagger just release 
from your hand. Um, huh. And you can see... Um, you see the... Archmage reaching out her hand and um, has taken control of the dagger. Oh. And she sort of wisps it from your hand. Could have asked me nicely. But you believe that the good Imperial Gods have already done so. And this dagger sort of floating in front of her and she just opens up a bag and then it goes inside. As she cinches it shut and then tosses it to one of the Arcanists. Make an Arcana check. Any of you who saw that? Oh. That. Okay. Um. I don't know. That was some uh, just magic mumbo jumbo. I rolled a. F <laughs> it's four. Yeah, she magic that dagger out of your hands. Dang magic. When you weren't looking. That's so mysterious. I don't know what's happening. I would really, I would really like to look at that dagger. I don't feel normal. Can you, yeah, do you have a thing? Can you D fix yourself or do you need a... No, no, I'm fine. I'm gonna take a swig of my healing tonic. And sort of the trial is is like in an uproar. People are like losing their minds. Yeah. Like guards have drawn swords. Like people are like getting pushed out and like against like the the walls. And uh, the emperor says, "All right, silence, silence." And he like stares just daggers appropriately on accident uh, at Quentin and says. Take him to the dungeons immediately. We will commence this trial momentarily. We're taking another brief respite. And he just like stands up angrily and just turns and just walks back to his chambers. And the Chancellor Martin Wyndham um, has, stands up. The trial will commence uh, when the Emperor has deemed it fit to be so. We are all currently on recess. Please do not leave the Citadel. Uh, you may be questioned on any uh, matter of this recent crime that we've all witnessed. And then he's sort of like trying to like gain some sort of like authority and control of the situation where there's <laughs> no way to do it. People are like talking, gossiping. I mean, it's a big deal. Someone just tried to stab someone in front of the Emperor of this whole empire like this is very bizarre very bold and brazen to happen so quentin is being hauled off in chains um out the front and then down where you know is to be the dungeon that you were in previously so right now there's tried to stab what's the his captain. face interesting that means that guy has some very valuable info. Um, do I feel better after using my healer's kit? You feel like you have regained hit points. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you did good, kid. 
Oh boy, what's wrong with me? Nothing? Something's Everything wrong. seems to be working normally, no? Burning. Is there anything that you all would like to do during this recess? Anyone you'd like to talk to? Um, seek any medical attention? I guess you took your, your swig, so... Yeah. Um... Hawkins just thinking about the dagger now. It looks so weird. Wonder if it talks. It's not a normal thing to say, Valkyan. Well, are you sure? Is that mage? The, no. I'm assuming they all left. Uh, no, the, the the emperor has left. People are sort of milling around the arcanist um, that was thrown. The bag is is walking it out. You're assuming towards the assemblage for it to be. I'm eight. gonna follow him, not stealthily, just like ham hey, coming with you. Yep, there's um, it's the same one who had who had used the circle teleportation with like a long gray beard, and he goes, "Oh, um, can I help you?" Uh, yes, I'm coming with you. Under whose authority? Under mine. I got stabbed with that. Uh, my wound is now evidence for you. I'll just like point like, at my wound. Looks over his like shoulder. Make a charisma. Oh, man. Yes. Charisma roll. Ooh. 17 minus one. Okay. Just straight charisma. Oh. Right, I meant to say persuasion, but that's fine. Oh, um, oh no, no, I'm better at persuasion. No, yeah. no, I'm not. Never mind, just king. <laughs> You're like, like the first, same. please. Yeah, it's the same. So, uh, he looks. He goes, "Oh, did you have any sort of arcane abilities?" Yes, I am actually. I've studied with the uh, assemblage. Oh, oh. Well. Very well, come on, come, 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 come. And you, you follow him out. Bitter. <laughs> Britain has a very, like, <laughs> smirk. Yeah. Um, so, Bryn, you are being led uh, by this arcanist who is going um, outside of the citadel completely uh, and over to the arcanist assemblage. Um, which looks very familiar to the one in Aramor, not sorry, not Aramor, in Isgarth, but it's much larger, where it has that sort of typical like medieval or like gothic sort of architecture, um, like a, just a large sort of, I don't want to say fortress, but think of like, the only thing I can think of in like real like life terms is like think of like how the Smithsonian looks with like large spires and things like that. It's sort of it's sort of like that. If you've ever been to there, <laughs> if you haven't, that's not gonna make any sense. <laughs> but um, it's basically across from the greens outside of the keep is there where the assemblage is. So as you walk out of the citadel and it's directly sort of on the opposite side of these greens, um, and you lead your way over or he leads you into the assemblage uh valken and vin anything that you would like to do or see or discuss i don't think so 
I'm just gonna hang out, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so Brandis sort of leans forward and says, well, isn't this very an exciting sort of trial? Not, um, not very typical. You see these things every day. Of course, I see all kinds being an adventurer and uh, the captain of an Imperial God. I don't even hear him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't even. Uh, what happened to your friend? Oh, you know. Just saving the day. Hmm. Is she in trouble? Is she? I saw her leave with the uh, one of the arcanists. Very, very peculiar. Hmm. Uh, why so interested? Do you have the hots for her? Ooh, Do you, you want to marry her? For her. And he, he like looks kind of like taken aback. Yes, huh? I'm gonna kill myself. Huh? He looks he at you Valken. Huh? I'm sorry. What? What at a time? It's very difficult to answer many questions. Why, Falcon? Do you have the hots for? Is there a little bit of competition? Or perhaps you, Vin? I do have the hots for her. So. I mean, who does? She already right? knows. Mm. I think you. I think you'd be missing out. You know what? Tell you what. <laughs> she likes a hearty meal. And a strong drink. Just giving Very you a tip. Very strong. If she can't taste the liquor, she don't want it. Huh. Absolutely correct. And Brother as far Brother. as I know, uh, she's very powerful. Well, then I'm sure that she'll be enough for both of you to handle then. Oh, oh. does a powerful woman intimidate you? I have <laughs> no need for any more women in my life. Thank you very much. Mm. Cool. We're on to you. Okay. You can only deny it for so long. I was just curious a little gossip amongst your little group. This will be very interesting. It is pretty interesting. We're pretty interesting people. I'm glad you're interested in us. Uh, would you like to be a part of our little newsletter? We have a newsletter. Um, basically where we go around critiquing restaurants and stuff. Um, I can put you on the mailing list if you're interested. Critiquing restaurants? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be all the rage. Which restaurants have you There's a lot of critiqued? gold involved, by the, the way. Bakery. The bakery. The bakery. Which bakery? This is, this is Falchia. If you don't know anything about the bakery, then apparently you don't know anything. And apparently you're not in the know. Yeah, but if there you're in no our newsletter, the... then maybe you would be in the know. There is no THE bakery. Oh, it's that's just no, a nickname no, for those in the know. No, no, it's not called the bakery. It is just the bakery. Is it called the one? The Make a deception check. <laughs> Do we know its actual name? Can she, uh, since I'm going along with her, can she get advantage? If you were trained in it, yes. Oh. I, you I, I, did you say deception? Oh, he, he, has, he has persuasion, not deception, so no, no advantage. Persuasion. Okay, so, so no. You advantage. just roll deception normally. A thirty. I rolled a nat twenty plus ten, so. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> We're at that stage, Dungeons and Dragons now. <laughs> and he goes. Ah. Of course I know the bakery. I was just testing to see if you knew the bakery. I would like to have one of those newsletters. Actually, do you have any on you? Uh, let me check. Can I like dig in my bosoms? Um, and I, I hand him a piece of paper. <laughs> so happy. 
I didn't have time to write the full review, so um, it just says the bakery. It's good at the moment. Uh, we just got back from from the bakery, and so you know the review's not in. But if you give me a um, a contact, I can uh, make sure that it is mailed to you. How does this? Is this just like a plain piece of paper? Is it decorated at all? Is it? Um. Yes. So <laughs> it is a piece of paper that is decorated in like Vin's trying way. Like, um, she like seared the edges so it looks like fancy and old, you know. Um, and she wrote in like crayon or like pencil, whatever she has on her, you know, and like there's like little drawings of flowers or, or like around like the corner edges, you know, like she's trying to make this look like a legitimate newsletter. Kind of like a zine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a zine for the the towns we visit. And he, he like, he like watches you like dig around in your bosom for a newsletter. <laughs> And he and hands it to him and, and does this zine have a name? Um Sweet Sweet Zine or su- sweet sweet thing. I, ha- I have to think about it. Something yeah. fun and punny though. <laughs> gotcha. And he looks and he goes, Right. Um hmm. He looks very like conflicted. Like he's like, this is uh Everyone goes, has one. Right. Um hmm. Well, thank you very much. Um, if you can just mail them to uh, the Lord's Manor in Tustin, as which I am currently stationed, of course. Lord's Lord Manor, Tustin. I'm, and I'm like writing this down on like a little booklet. Um, and uh, what's your name? What's the forwarding name that I should put on there? Captain Brannis of the Imperial Guard. Of course, you know that. Oh, right. I, uh, Bran... How do you spell that? Two N's. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, two in, Um, Imperial Guard. I'm just, like, writing really slowly, like, drawing out all the words. He, it's like, tell you what, I have to do something else, but you mail that... Oh, and if it doesn't work out with your little, um, strong friend, let me know. He sort of walks away. Oh, I'll let you know if if, if uh, you're interested in a date. I'll set you up. <laughs> he like looks over his shoulder. He's like, I mean you, and like walks away. You can't <laughs> deny it forever, forever. forever. <laughs> Wait, did he just admit that he wants to go on a date with Ben? Is that what he said? Hmm? Basically. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's like a weird, creepy, like he's, he's the kind of guy that was just like, kind of whatever, you know, y'all are dumb ventures and I'm better than you. And then like, she was like talking to him and like dug, dug into her like bosom to like get a pamphlet out. And he's like, okay. like <laughs> She's acting better than him. That's what he's into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just acting like he's just completely nobody. <laughs> So he's staying in our house right now is what I just heard. Brannis is stinking up our house with his Brannis. Well, you're not there, so you don't have any idea what happened. Gross. So, um, Bryn, 
as you are walking into the assembly, you see these several different like spires on the side, all connected with walkways. Looks very like looks like a castle, but you would expect like a castle keep to look like, except the citadel here is that more ancient architecture worth more like the Roman style arches and like things like that, where this is more our solid I had um, architecture style that I described earlier. And he leads you up to like a large office with a, a table, some alchemical supplies, and then sort of um, pulls in and puts the dagger on the table from the bag. And goes, yes, well, what we'll be doing today. Um, I'm sorry, which I should have asked before, but what um, rank have you achieved in the assemblage? Rank have I achieved in the assemblage? Forgot. You're an initiate. Oh, oh, well, I'm about to graduate from being an initiate. And he kind of looks at you and like, is just kind of like, oh, now I'm like babysitting like the freshman kind of thing. But here's the thing, I had to start at level, but I am naturally talented and I passed very fast at the top of class. It is sort of like prodigy that was never trained. I see. So if I had properly gone to school, I would probably outrank you. I see. Well, uh, we'll be performing just a simple, of course, identification of this item. And yes, then I could do that. Do any like. sort of detection of magic around it to see if I there are any other effects. Do. Can I do that? I don't think you can. I don't think. Oh, I could also do that, but I'd like to do the identification one if it would be all right. I do not have a pearl on me at the moment, though, please. You have to detect magic. Okay. Hmm? Yes, I can do both of these things. Which would you like me to do first? Well, of course, as, if you know the teachings, which order is more appropriate for things to happen? Probably identify, probably detect magic. Which being first? Huh? Which of these being first? Detect magic. Oh, very good. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I'll ritual cast detect magic. Right. Okay. No, I could show off and no, I'll do ritual. Okay. And he sort of looks like smart of you conserving your resources i do find mm. that very uh i never waste resources you never know yes. what could happen of course and then they go through the motions and then he uh casts identify uh on the dagger and what you notice is that there no, is i wanted no to cast it because i want to see if he'll give me his pearl so i can keep it okay so as you cast tech magic you detect nothing okay. well oh there is nothing no magic on this here, let me identify. Maybe? May I borrow Julia. your pearl, please? I, of course, did not have all my belongings on me while we are in court. Mm. I think that I'll just perhaps identify this. Can I persuade him to let me do it? You try. Four minus one. Uh, I think that I'll take over for now. You've done very I well. I a free pearl. <laughs> Wizards, they're not going to give up their shit. Uh, <laughs> You're a wizard, you would know pearl. this. I don't have any money and I need a pearl. <clears throat> and he casts identifying and goes, strange. Well, I, it's just a dagger. Very interesting. It is not possible. Perhaps it was coated in something that is no longer on dagger and now is inside. Oh god, it might be inside me because Question, damn, am I still burning at the wound? Mm -hmm. Am I still bleeding or has the bleeding stopped? Bleeding has stopped. Okay, but it still burns. Mm-hmm. And saving when I detect magic, I didn't see anything on my wound? Nope. Okay, but something is wrong. Do you have perhaps uh, someone practiced in medicine? Saving Wait, throw. 
Oh, I thought you said I made one already. No, I have to do another? You make another one. What is wrong with me, you guys? What are you making? 16. 16. Constitution. Okay. Uh, it starts to feel just extremely hot inside of just, you know, if, if the castle's just like stuffy or oh, it's really all the equipment here. here. Do you have a magic sort of thing where you can condition the air to be colder? Is she with us or no? Nope. Nope. Are thing? you sure you're all right? Yeah, I'm just, I'm from the north. I'm very used to it being cold. It is ah, very stuffy yes. in here. Do you think you could open that window? It is... I suppose. And walks over to the tower, sort of opens the window. It's like a nice, like, autumn day. It's starting to get a little cold. So it's probably like in the 50s or so. I'll go stand by the window. And you feel like kind of superficial relief sort of on your skin that a breeze coming in, but you still feel just like things are just hot. Okay, I need, I think I need a medic. Do you have a medic who is trained in, in like strange poisons and toxins and chemicals and things? I'm um, not the assemblage. Perhaps you need a cleric? Oh, cleric, yes. Can you please get me a cleric very fast? Well, I'm sure that the quickest way to do that would be to go back to the Citadel. Is there where okay, someone's I'm gonna the do that. Uh, you just, uh, it, thanks for, I'm gonna go, bye. Friend's okay. not gonna fuck around and find out. She's gonna go do immediately. So I go back to the Citadel where everyone was. Yeah, you've got to make your way back across the green. Um, and as you kind of make your way and you're like sweating like it's it's God. very like you're like laboring to sort of just like make your way across here things are I difficult. think my goal is to find Ron but he's not here so the f I'm just gonna try to find Anything. Vin yeah so so I just like try to find Vin as fast as I can I go back to where I last saw them but some time's passed so I don't know if you guys are still there we have not moved okay as you're seeing Alive. sort of Brandis sort of walk away from them as you like I said, it would take it been a lot more time than that. So it was two um, ritual castings. So yeah. So um, you go across the across the green. You make your way back in, and then you're able to find your group there in the um, before the trial. As things are kind of starting to settle down. Vin, Vin. Hmm. Yes. Something's not right. Oh. I that dagger did something to me. Um, well, let me see. And then I cast Dispel Magic at 4th level. Okay. As you cast Dispel Magic, your spell seemingly goes off, but she Did still feels work? hot. Feel Did it better? work? I don't feel any different. Hmm. Um, well... You notice that as you're casting this spell, you see a lot of the arcanists like looking in your direction and like sort of like readying themselves mm. just to make sure that you're not going to do any any bullshit. No, I say, do we have a healer in here? A medic? Um, someone who can cleric, a cleric, a cleric. <laughs> yep. So as you're sort of uh, shouting out, you see that the Chancellor comes back forward. Everyone, please keep silence and come back to order. The Emperor shall be returning to recommence the trial. 
We need a cleric real quick. That knife thing did bad. Ouch, hurt. Help! Uh, right? Uh, is there a cleric here? And you see the same one who had, um, who had cast his own truth before sort of come forward. And he is a sort of a elderly um, looking uh, dwarf a fellow with sort of a, a sort of a Apache sort of gray beard, bald headed, wearing like vestments. Um, how, how might I help you, madam? I'm just like pointing at the wound and I'm like, fix, fix it, please. So the wound is, is closed since you healed yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I got stabbed right here. And I think there was something on the blade. It wasn't magic. It wasn't. It wasn't cursed. I don't know what it is, but I feel very hot. I'm burning alive. Make a constitution saving throw. Shit. Really am burning alive, I think. 25. 25. Um, so. Right now, um, you still feel like you just sort of have you have a fever, basically, and you're sweating profusely, um, but that's all it is currently. He sort of takes a look. Well, I perhaps get you back to the temple and and maybe do a full examination, make sure everything is fine. Just can you just cast everything you have, please? I just want to be safe. That's well, that's not how this works, but but it could be. It could be. <laughs> Look, my friend Ron could do this, but I think he went to get snacks and I can't find them. Please, just please. Right, so um, he sort of leads you out into the in sort of like the atrium like receiving area and he's going to lead you to one of like the temples. Unless you want to stay. And I'll follow him. I don't care. Just whatever he says, just fix it. Okay, so you um, sort of disappear out of the trial as this um, as the cleric tries to figure out what's going on. All right. And you see the emperor come back in from his chambers and sit down. Um, and the chances is the trial will now commence of the trial against Lord Crawford Cook. And he sort of just, just looks and, uh, Lord Mournhill, I do believe it is your witness, should you choose to call anyone. He sort of looks, uh, the captain to his left. Uh, Y'all bunch of hooligans kind of seated behind him. I do believe that I would like to call Valken to the stand. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't believe just... they're going ahead with the trial. That's insanity. You just walk on over to where I'm supposed to go. So you're going to walk there in the middle and you see, um, you see a, an elderly 
um, halfling woman wearing some similar vestments as the one who took Bryn outside. And she says, right here, please. And then begins to cast a zone of truth about you. Um, and as she sort of casts this, you can see sort of like a, a, a pale sort of gold, like ring sort of form around you and sort of dissipate. Um, are you going to resist these other truth? Or are you going to choose to uh, let it overtake you? I'm, I'm not going to do anything. But is it supposed to tingle? No, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. And she looks back and sort of nods to the emperor and sort of backs away. Uh, and Lord Mornhill stands up. Yes, yes, welcome. Um, let's see here. Yes. Um, did this man, and points to Lord Crawford Cook over on the other side, did this man accuse you of being an assassin sent by the king to assassinate him? Yeah, uh, something to that effect, I believe. Yes. Right. Did this lord order his guards to attack you? Yeah, I remember fighting the guards, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was a hairy situation. Did he order guards to attack other guards that were trying to defend you? Well, it was more like, um... We were there, making our way through the manor, and, uh, there was some magic nonsense happening. And all of a sudden, guards were fighting guards, and we were right in the middle of it. Yes, but please answer my question, Mr. Valken. Did Lord Cook order the guards that were loyal to him to attack the guards that were being loyal to the king? It's a weird way to phrase it, but, uh, yeah, the, the guards and, yeah, they fought each other. Why? Very well. I have no further questions for this witness. And he goes and sits back down. I just look over to the emperor and be like. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, lawyers. <laughs> and, um, Margaret stands up. Um, yes, uh, Falcon. Please tell me what you know about why you were at the manor in the first place. Ooh. Why we were there? Why were we there? <laughs> Are you asking the <laughs> Um, yeah. We were... You were summoned there. You are invited. Oh, right, 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 right. I just can't remember if there was like an extra thing we were there for besides that. Um, uh, yes, uh, actually, um, we had returned from being away as, a uh, doing mercenary work when, uh, we were informed that the Lord had expected us or wanted to see us, um, as a, you know, invitation, invitation type of thing so we went to answer the invitation 
I see. So the Lord who is currently under trial invited you to his manor. Why would he do that? I have objection, your highness. This man could not possibly know the reasons for someone else to do something. And the emperor says, I'll allow it. You cannot testify to why someone else did something. Okay. All right. Um, what happened when you got to the manor? Well, um, we were ushered in and, uh, we were led through the manor to the dining hall where there was a extravagant feast set up and uh, the Lord was there some servants and another gentleman which uh, we have reason to believe is responsible for the Lord's state of mind that evening and everyone starts whispering out into like the peanut gallery and Valken who was this person did you know them? Um, know them? Kind of. We had a run-in with this person, actually. Um, he only revealed himself to us as the Baron. And, uh, we believe he, he has, a uh, deep connections to the city of Salon. Uh, and they have a keen interest in abducting magic users because he kidnapped a friend of ours, actually. And so, Lord you can bet we were this surprised. This is absolutely preposterous. No one's heard from Salon in centuries. Can I finish? And he tells the Lord to sit down. Please do continue. Right. So, as I said, they seem to have an interest in the stealing away magic people um we lost a friend of ours who is an arcanist to him and his gang of assassins once before so we were kind of surprised to see him there and immediately we knew something strange was happening and it probably wasn't good what is this something strange that you believe to have happened why well, would Lord Cook, what is your belief in this of how he acted so irregularly? Well, the first thing we noticed was um, the Lord's servants were made be docile, unresponsive, which was strange, as if they were made simple by some spell and uh the lord seemed to be under some kind of daze as well if i recall correctly but the biggest uh, reason why we knew stuff wasn't right was because uh, here was a man who we know to be very bad who has kidnapped people was sitting at the table as if it was a normal thing I see. 
Thank you, Falcon. For speaking the truth of this matter, you may have a seat. Okay. I'll just uh, go back to that. Mm -hmm. The Emperor looks back to the Archmage. Was there ever any information you were able to gather about Salon based on the last time that we discussed this? No, Your Highness, there has not been word of them. I find it peculiar that it seems only your group and points to you all, or I guess the you three now since Brynn is gone, of the only sort of eyewitness accounts of this salon acting in the shadows, and yet no one else has heard but a whisper. You have something to say, Valken? Um, yes, we we killed a handful of their number at the manor, and some guards were present at the place. Uh, one captain, Quinn, and his uh, group were there. They had to have come across the bodies of the assassins. There is no evidence that there were any bodies found in this manner of sort of secret spies from a far away and forgotten land. So Chancellor, <laughs> is there, was there ever any reports of bodies being recovered that were unaccounted for? No, Emperor. I see. Is Quentin still... Not Quentin. Let's call him Captain Fenwick. Is Captain Fenwick just not going to say anything still? He's, he's sitting on the side. <sighs> he's he's waiting his turn. Okay. Very well. Murder somebody. Who, who was the person who cast the circle? Around? The Zone of Truth? Yeah. It's a cleric in the court. I just, uh, uh, point him real quick. I didn't lie, right? No, you did. Of course you didn't lie. I knew it. Awesome. Well, you would be I knew it. incapable <laughs> of lying, so. So you, you'd take your seat. And, um, Margaret sort of stands up and she calls, uh, Captain Fenwick. I'd like to call um, Captain Quinn Fenwick to the stand. And of course, Lord Mornhill stands up. That's preposterous. She can't do this. She's a witness of the crown. She can't call a witness from the crown. And she looks over. Actually, I can and I will. And I just did. Yes. Yes. And the Emperor yes. says, while it is unorthodox, it is within a right as a barrister. So please. And Captain Fenwick comes back in chains in the zone of truth and um the clerk nods to the emperor captain fenwick as previously discussed you had written a testimony um provided to the crown um, but this testimony is false is it not and he just nods I need you to to speak this. Just under his breath, 
Yes. Why was this testimony provided that was false? I feared for my family's life. And what made you fear for your family's life? I was intimidated to provide a false testimony and the options were to do it and be rewarded or to not do it and my family would be killed. I see. And who intimidated you? Quentin Hannibal, the one who was brought before the court. And the court's sort of in an uproar again. We're just like, like, this is like, think back of like, there's, this is probably the most exciting thing that most people have ever seen in their entire lives who have just are nobles and, and court goers, people like that. Just like, bravo, 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 bravo. Yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> right. You were also the one that intercepted these missives from Lord Cook correct yes and these were missives allegedly giving information about troop movements in the uh, empire to ram crown yes where did you find these exactly various hidden places about the banner or in tustin um sort of dead drop points interesting and how did you find them would you have been able to find them on your own? And then, objection, we can't discuss whether he would have found them or not, because he did find them. Let me rephrase this. How did you become aware of these missives? Well, I was um, given an anonymous note that these were occurring. Interesting. And who sent this note? I'm not sure. Very well. And she sort of starts to address like the emperor and the king. Well, he was intimidated by Mr. Hannibal of this Order of Iberus and intimidated by him to do what his bidding was. And of course, it would only make sense that he was the one who gave him the information. What exactly did Quentin have you do? Clean up the mess. Please be more specific. Get rid of the evidence of any other people out in the manner that were being described before. Very well. No further questions. And uh, Lord of Mornhill stands up. And just sort of looks at him and he directs almost like towards the emperor, more towards the gallery. I have no questions for this traitor of the crown who would provide some sort of false testimony. He's a disgrace. He should be put to death. And uh, Quentin, sorry, Captain Fenwick is then hauled down out of the courtroom into the dungeons. good guy captain finwick is that yeah, the guy we like the guy that helped and he sort of just hangs his head in shame for what he's done 
because he's being let out. I, I don't want to make it worse. What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lord Mornhill sort of looks at his diminishing uh, pool of witnesses as he's trying to figure out how he can sort of salvage this case here. Meanwhile, Bryn, make one more constitution saving throw if you're being led. I'm still not feeling very good. Oh, no, I feel okay, actually. Uh, 22. Still have a really, really strong fever and you feel weak, but your constitution is holding out. However, um, you find your way over to a nearby temple. The nearest one um, being a sort of a, a temple of Tyr. Who um, you're vaguely familiar since that is who uh, Risa sort of um, prays to and sort of worships. Who's known as the God of Justice. So as you um, make your way in, eventually as they kind of go through, as you're sort of struggling there, uh, they do find the cause. And you were not poisoned, it is not cursed. It is a disease Ew. that you were infested with. From the diseased. Uh, but they fix it? Nasty one. If it were for anyone who had a not as strong constitution as you, you would be either dead by now or in very serious pain. Other problems. You tell me how much Shit, damage I would have taken if I hadn't made my constitution saves. It's the Scarlet Rock from Elden Ring. You made it, so you're good. I um, think I have a like, huge bonus to, to con saves. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they eventually uh, figure it out and they um, are able to cure you of said disease. Good. That's now, so much better. Thank you. Well, listen, you, I, you need your rest. That is the most important thing now, lots of fluids. I have to get back to the trial. Don't worry, I have lots of fluids and I'll hold up my healing tonic. Right. Very well. And, uh, leads you out. So, if you're not, e either way, it would have been cured because you have a paladin, so. <laughs> no I figured worries. that Ron would not, uh, he would have come back from getting his popcorn to watch the trial and, and healed me at some point. He got held up at the door. He lost his ticket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so you come back after uh, some time has passed during the trial. I'll um, slide in next to Vin and Valkyan. What did I miss? Oh, I'm okay, by the way. Good guy went to the dungeons. Shit. Is it going that poorly? Don't worry. I gave a star testimony. It's fine. Oh, we're lucky you are here, Valkyan. Wait, but I don't understand if he was ordered to do something and he had to do it, then why did he get in trouble? Why shouldn't the person who ordered him to do it get in trouble? Well, because they're saying he lied in front of court, I guess? But I still think he's bad precedent to set because then you can't be like, oh, come truth and all will be forgiven. It's a bad precedent, you know what I mean? Mm. Maybe we can talk to him the Emperor after and ask for leniency. Or turn him into gas. 
right. Um, so as the trial commences, um, Margaret looks over to you and says, I'd like to call Vin to oh, the stand. Be good. I'm good luck, Vin. be a good person to go to the stand. Well, I'm like, leaving you. <laughs> All right. So as you as you make your way forward, um, you you see that there's a they're sort of rotating in and out um, different um, sort of clerics to cast the zone of truth, uh, spread apart resources. They don't want to run out, you know, and have the trial postponed or anything. Um, so you step into the zone of truth. Um, would you like to save to resist it or are you just going to let it happen? I just let it happen. Okay. I, I don't really know. Like, I legit, like, as a person, as, like, a player, I don't remember shit from this thing, so... <laughs> we'll so, Zone of Truth happens. is they, they cast this sphere around you. Um, when you enter that or start your turn there, you can make a Christmas saving throw um, if you choose to. You can also choose to fail. Um, but when you fail, you cannot speak a deliberate lie when you're in this sphere. Define deliberate lie. You, you cannot lie. The only thing that you'd be able to like deliberate lie as in if you think something is true in your mind and you would say it, but it turns out not. So like, you know, if your like memories were modified or something along those lines that you thought it would be true, then you would you wouldn't be lying because you think it's true. But okay. otherwise you can't lie. Okay. I don't think I have anything to lie about, so. That's go easy on me because I legit don't remember like anything from this fight or like, this was months ago. Hmm? I can just please have short term memory. This was <laughs> like months ago. This was like longer. This was like last year. <laughs> no, it hasn't been a year yet in game. But it's been 2021. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a, like a long time for us. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't want to necessarily repeat what um, Valken had said. Um, but is it true that you were there with Valken and the rest of your adventuring group at the manor as you were summoned by Lord Cook? Yes. All right. And what did you see? Who was with Lord Cook? Lord Cook? The one who's on trial. <laughs> I didn't say that in the game. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny. I, I'm trying to remember. I scrolled... He was the um, old lord who um, lord was, uh, had, was modified memory, who thought the Baron was his best friend and then and thought you all were assassins and then ordered his guards to kill you. Mm. And then the captain said, nah, and then he says, well, you're not the captain anymore and kill them all, too. OK, um, Lord Tedrick Thornsby was there. Um, Voss was Baron <laughs> was there. Lord Thornsby was not there. Oh, shit. That's what I rolled to page 24 of my notes and I have that name written down. <laughs> Lord Cook was there. Shit. Lord Cook was there. <laughs> Any other notes I have written down? Risa sent us a letter. <laughs> um, everybody in this room that you think was there was there, including someone who uh, had mind control over a bunch of people. He was really naughty. And how do you know that he had mind controlled a lot of people? Because I too was mind controlled, but um, that person right there, Bryn and I like point across the room, uh, her babas were able to do some weird magic 
to unmind control me and then all my memories came flushing back which is how i knew that the baron was a bad guy everyone is just like oh, no. <clears throat> so your memories were modified as well and by this same person yes and but you... lord cook's the good guy all right lord cook's memories were also modified and how do you and know this because we unmodified the memories um with a spell called remove curse remove curse so basically all y'all were doing detect magic which i'm sorry like wasn't the right spell you should have been doing um you should have been removing a curse uh because the spell that uh dude had cast um just left effects um that are undetectable by magic because it really permanently alters your memories so we removed this curse and all of his memories came back and when was this removed uh, a couple hours ago hey last day night day. yesterday and the day two days ago <laughs> <laughs> right so this whole time lord cook was under a spell of modify memory so any sort of questions or things that have been asked up until then would be under the assumption of what his memories were modified to is is that your understanding uh yeah that seems about right yeah because he believed it was true but it wasn't true like when we approached him in the cell he thought we were trying to kill him and we were trying to help him he was very scared but then we helped him and he, he everything was remembered and it was all good mm -hmm. i see and um moving on just a bit and there were other people in this manner that had attempted to um assail you people from salon right maybe yeah i i don't really remember it was so long ago but probably yeah there was people definitely trying to kill us and we were just fighting back in self-defense honestly and as far as you knew when you left they were there in the the undercroft waiting for the captain to collect them and make it known yes do I know that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, y'all asked him to take the Okay, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I have no further questions. And Lord Mornhill sort of stands up and sort of looks at you. Miss, um, Miss Vin, can you cast this? Princess. Princess. And he looks at one of the guards who has like a, a list and he goes, like shakes his head <laughs> miss vin is there can you cast this spell that you are describing no i don't have the ability to do that i'm sorry so you're describing the inner workings of an arcane spell that of which you can't even cast yeah i'm not a very strong sorcerer this is like really strong magic this is something that a very powerful being can do i am not that person so this sort of spell is beyond your capabilities yes have you yes. ever studied in depth of this spell and its effects i do happen to know about this spell yes but have you studied it have you 
taken a sort of academic approach to how this spell works. Have I done that? Have, have you have you studied a day in your life? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Do I need to? Very I don't well. understand what the question is, sir. And he sort of addresses the emperor and the crowd. How can this sort of pedestrian spellcaster accurately describe the effects and whether someone is under the effects of a certain spell that she can't even cast? Fucking why is he acting Perhaps like I can this? give what advice to the court on, on spellcasting. Um, sir, people can know about things and not know how to do it. For example, you know that jousting exists, but you can't joust. But I'm also not testifying to the inner workings of, of jousting in front of the emperor. But you still understand that it exists, sir. I'm just saying that I can know things exist. Like, I know a cupcake exists, but I don't know how to make a cupcake, but I know that it's delicious. So you would have a surface level understanding of cupcakes. No, I know nothing about cupcakes except that they're delicious. Right, she knows nothing about cupcakes and knows nothing about this spell. Thank you very that much, Miss Vin. not true. Moving on. I know so many things about this spell. I'm just saying that someone can know things about things and not know the things. Would you think my words? Moving on, would would you ever do anything deliberate to hurt the crown or its reputation? No. That's not true. Yes. What did she, what Why I? is that not true? What'd she do? Um, what did I do? There's oh yeah, I did. I did. I did. Oh. <gasps> my my past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, you you have deliberately hurt the crown or its reputation. I mean, I don't think that I have done anything to hurt the crown or its reputation in a malice way. And what exactly did you do? What exactly did any of us do? I feel like this is some DM cheatery. That's what I think. I'm trying to like answer, but not answer. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. So you're not going to accurately describe, of course, what you did to damage the reputation of the crown. I don't see how that's relevant to what's happening right now. So. Very I'm well. I'm on trial. Lord Cook is on trial. What now? Yeah. I have no further questions for this witness. Her credibility <laughs> is obviously nothing. You're nothing. You may be seated, Miss Vin. And I curtsy. <laughs> I sit back down and I'm like, I look over to Bryn and I'm like, that went well. <laughs> <laughs> do you say that out loud in the court? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Amazing. And before we move on, we will go ahead and take our first break. I say our first break, our oh break in <laughs> oh this episode. Um, don't go anywhere. We will be uh, back shortly. So get some snacks, stretch your appendages, and uh, we'll see you here in a bit.